0: Welcome to the Christchurch London podcast. Our Sunday services have now moved online and you can tune in every week for worship, prayer and our weekly sermon by going to christchurchlondon.org forward slash church at home. We're now going to hear the talk from this week's Church at Home service. Today's reading is from John chapter 15, verses 1 to 8. I am the true vine, and my Father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit, while every branch that does bear fruit he prunes, so that it will be even more fruitful. You are already clean because of the word I have spoken to you. Remain in me, as I also remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish, and it will be done for you. This is to my Father's glory, that you bear much fruit, showing yourselves to be my disciples.
1: Well, hello Christchurch, London, and a very, very happy new year to you all. Uh, what a last year it's been. As we watched fireworks just over a year ago ushering in the new year, of course, we had no idea. We had no idea about our numbers, face masks, Zoom, applauding the NHS at eight o'clock on a Thursday evening or a thousand other things that were to change our lives. And as we go into this new year, I guess for many of us, we go with a certain sense of trepidation. Uh, What's it going to be like? Sure, there's a vaccine now on the horizon. But that doesn't mean that everything just gets sorted. And I've been thinking about this and I've been thinking, what are the perspectives that Jesus gives us that might arm us, strengthen us, help us as we go into 2021? And there's one that comes out of the passage that we've just heard read. And it's essentially this, that even in times of pain and difficulty, in fact, I should have said, especially in times of pain and difficulty, Jesus wants to cause the most important types of growth in us. And that even though it is very, very hard, he wants to create blessing in our lives as a result. That's the message of this passage. And Jesus tells us that difficulty and pain can provoke growth because he wants us to understand what's going on and learn to cooperate with the Father as that, as that happens. What are the sorts of growth that you and I can experience during these difficulties? Well, the first, of course, is that we can grow closer to God. The growth of your and my spiritual life is the most important thing that can happen in our lives in 2021 or any other year. It is that that's more precious than silver. It's that which is more costly than gold. It's that which will sustain you and last throughout your life. And that is the first thing that Jesus says in difficult times, spiritual growth comes. But it's not just spiritual growth, it's also growth about who we are as people. It's about the growth of our characters. And ironically, it is not the good times that tend to shape us, but really it's the bad times. And the third sort of growth that Jesus talks about in this passage is contribution, contribution. In these times of darkness and difficulty people are looking to the followers of Jesus and to the church to make a contribution more than ever and it is actually through these difficulties that God does things in our hearts that make us not only closer to him make us more like him but also enable us to be able to contribute more as a result. So whatever happens in 2021 there are reasons to be hopeful and there are reasons to be positive. And the analogy, the picture metaphor that Jesus uses in this passage is akin to the garden and the gardener. And the point that he makes is a a counterintuitive one, unless you're of the green-fingered type, which is simply that it's the very areas of a garden that are blooming blossoming which look at their best that are the ones the gardener cuts back in the same way it's the areas of your and my life that are the strongest that are maybe we would regard as our best parts that at times of difficulty Jesus allows them to be cut back in order that there may be even more growth as a result, just as in the garden as a bush is pruned and it comes back next season even stronger, that is God's intention for us. Now, let me just add a caveat in here before we go any further. I'm not suggesting that God has sent coronavirus. I am suggesting that in every circumstance and difficulty, that God will turn them for good in our lives. And I think this is one of the ways in which he does that. I should also say I'm not in any way trying to belittle the challenge, the suffering, the difficulty and the loss that many of us will have had. But nonetheless, God says it is at these times that there can be hope and there can be growth as a result. What does that pruning look like in practice? How does that growth come? Well, I want to suggest a number of things, a number a number of ways in which this works. And the first is there are times where God takes something precious away. We've all known loss this year. We've known a loss of our freedom. We've not been able to go out. We've not been able to travel. Some of us have had weddings postponed or canceled or other events that we were really looking forward to. Some of us have lost big things, others of us have lost relatively small things. It's not the size or what others would regard as the importance that actually matters, it's the effect that it has on us. And I want you to remember as I speak to myself, as I'm speaking to you, that if you lose things during this period then that is often one of the ways in which we get cut back or we get pruned. Another Is when we find ourselves in circumstances where we simply feel we cannot cope. I have lost count of the number of times people have said to me, different individuals in the last 12 months, I just can't cope with this anymore. And yet, of course, they have. But God allows us to go through these periods. He puts us in situations where we're stretched beyond that which we think we can withstand. He knows us better than we know ourselves but again when you find yourself in that situation when you feel that you cannot go on any longer not only look to God and we'll come to that in a few minutes but remember that this could be a time of pruning which will lead to greater growth in your life as a result. The third way that this pruning happens is that God lets us wait for things that we expect to come much quicker. And we often say that we live in an instant society now. There's so much that really can be gained just at the click of a button. But that is not God's way. And he will often make us wait or allow us to wait for good things. And what he's interested in at that point is what's going on in our heart and our ability to wait in a virtuous or if you like, in a godly way. If he is keeping you waiting right now, in whatever way, for circumstances big or small, he's probably pruning you. He's cutting you back in order that there would be greater growth. Maybe the deepest, the most profound and powerful way in which he prunes us is sometimes it's not just that he withdraws things from us, but he withdraws the very sense of his presence. The old saints used to call this the dark night of the soul. You may know exactly what they're talking about. You've not been sinning, you've not walked away from God and yet the felt experience of him just seems to disappear. Prayers seem to go to the ceiling and no further. He doesn't seem to be listening. Whatever one does it's hard to find a sense of connection with him. And that is another way at times where God withdraws his presence that we would seek him with all the more intensity as a result. Now, all of these facets, all of these things, whether it's losing things, whether it's waiting for things, whether it's even losing the very sense of God's presence, all happen in everyday life. But I think in 2020, they happened more than most times and I think they're likely to happen in some ways in 2021 as, as well. So the big question is, how do we respond at these times? What is Jesus wanting us to know? How is he equipping us for these challenging moments? Well, the first way is that I want to encourage you that when you're going through pruning, when you're going through difficulty, that you do not start to doubt God's very goodness. I remember one friend of mine going through a very difficult time and throwing themselves on the bed and shouting, God, why are you punishing me? Well, the reality was, God was not punishing my friend in any way at all. The reality was he wanted to draw her closer to him. He wanted to make her more like his son. He wanted to give her greater qualities with which she could contribute to the world. But in the difficulty, Rather than questioning herself, if you like, rather than finding the resources that God had given her in herself, she started to question God himself. And I want to remind you, God is very good. God is totally loving and God does not change. And it's important that we don't doubt him, but we hang on to him in this process. But secondly, I want to encourage us too to believe that new fruit will come the pruning process can be bleak. I have taken this autumn and winter to walking in a green area close to this house where I'm standing right now. And it means as I've walked pretty much every day that I've got to see the seasons change in a way that I haven't normally noticed them. And I've noticed just how vicious, if you like, autumn is on the trees. All the leaves are now off. The place looks absolutely bare. If I didn't know that spring would come, if I didn't know that the sun would rise and it would be warm again, that new fruit would arrive on these trees, I wouldn't believe it right now. If it was the first time I'd ever seen it, I'd just think it's dead, it's over. And that's sometimes how pruning feels for us. We can't see beyond where we're at to the next season. There's little sense, don't worry, fruit will come again. Rather, there's just this sense... It's sharp, it's aggressive. I've been really cut back. But I want to encourage you that as surely as spring will follow winter, so a new phase of blessing will follow the challenges that you're experiencing right now. Because that is the way that God always works. And the third thing that we should do, we need to. Remember that he's good. We need to believe that new fruit will come. But I want to encourage you to ask, to stop and ask, what is God teaching me in this time? I have found this one of the most challenging and one of the most beneficial things to ask in pruning periods. And I think one tends to find the answer not by overthinking the whole thing. It's often one's instinctive thoughts one's instinctive feelings are often at least where God wants to start the conversation with us and once I know what it is he's doing in my life then I can cooperate with it and the season becomes shorter too. Can I ask you if you are finding life challenging at the moment and I know most if not all of us are what is God wanting to teach you? What are the new qualities that he's wanting to birth in your life? For some, it might be appropriate to ask, what is the new dream that he's putting in your heart as a result of this time? Ask God, what are you doing and what are you wanting to teach me? And then, and maybe most importantly of all, And Jesus says over and over again, when you're being pruned, remain in me. He says it four, five, six times in this passage. It's as if when we're in times of difficulty, we can end up going to habits or to substances that will distract us and that will dull the pain but lead to no growth at all. In fact, they lead to the opposite. Or we can press into God. And as we press into God, we find in him the strength to get us through. Which has characterised your life more in 2020? Is it distraction or is it pressing into God? Regardless, this is a moment of a new start. A new year always is. And so I want to encourage you, leave distraction behind. Whether it's binge watching television Whether it's drinking too much or a hundred other things that can distract and dull the pain. And instead, go to God. And you can go to God and tell him just how much it hurts. That's a great place to start. You'll find that even in the doing of that, there is some measure of relief. Then ask God for his strength. And sometimes you do these two things. God, here's how I feel. God, I need you and you need you. I need your strength over and over and over. At times of pruning, it's not like you can get through just by a short time in the morning or twice a week or whatever is your habit. In times of difficulty, sometimes it really is a moment by moment going to him, praying, drawing from him or hour by hour. And that is exactly what he wants us to be doing. I want to encourage you. Press in to him. Tell him your pain. Ask for his strength. And ask him to show you too the new season around the corner. Whenever we come out of a period of loss, as we come out, there are new opportunities. It's why it's so important that we go through the acknowledgement of pain. We go through the expression of pain. We go through the... Going to God for grace and then we find new opportunities and new growth as a result and I can guarantee you because I believe that this is what Jesus guarantees that the other side of pruning is growth it's as we've said it's spiritual growth that is what he wants for us more than anything to be with him time with him it's also it's the the shaping of our character. I don't know whether you know of areas of your life where you just can't shift it, areas you don't want, qualities you don't want. I know I have them. I had a craftsman in our house recently. He'd taken a door off its hinges and he was reshaping it with a plane. And I was watching him work. And I was watching him take the plane down this door and taking taking wood, stripping wood off. And I thought, wow, if that door could feel, that would be pretty painful right now. But I think that's what Jesus does sometimes. He comes in in these difficult times and he shapes us so that we're a beautiful fit for what he wants us to do. But we have to submit and we have to allow him to shape our character, to do what we cannot do puts us close to him he shapes us but also he enables us to grow i don't know whether you attended the everything conference or have had a chance to purchase a ticket since to watch uh, all the recordings but one of my favorite interviews was with temi Oak, christchurch london member and also author and temi talked about the pain and the pruning that she'd experienced as a teenager. The mental health struggles that she had had, the family breakdown that she had experienced, these real difficulties that then started to shape and form her first novel, which incidentally Waterstones have just listed as one of their best paperbacks of this year. And she used the pain and the difficulty to write a story that is not only a great read and not only... Uh, A great enjoyment, but it takes people to asking the big questions of life as well. Temi has been through that pruning process. And she's not fought God and she's not doubted God, but she's allowed him to be like that master craftsman and to shape her so that she's been able to make a great contribution to this world. And we're looking forward to the other novels and other contributions that will no doubt come in due course. Now, you may not be a a book writer or an artist, but the process works in exactly the same way. That is, we do not fight him and we do not doubt him, but rather we cooperate with him so he shapes us. Earlier this year, uh, we talked about the Ethiopian church forests, Uh, Ethiopia is, or parts of Ethiopia are becoming more and more uh, desert-like but amongst the desert there are areas, oases with trees and uh, shelter and a wonder biodiversity of animals too and at the heart of each of these little areas are churches and it's a wonderful picture to me of just how we should be in this arid world that we're living in at the moment. We may not be experiencing the increase of a literal desert at this point in time, but it feels very dry and it feels very sparse and very arid right now, but it is churches and it is people like you and I, followers of Jesus, who should be learning to flourish because we're being pruned back, we're going deep into God as a result. We're allowing our characters to be shaped and we're finding ways to contribute so that in 2021, it's followers of Jesus that can shine their light. I'm trusting that 2021, whatever happens will be a good year for God's people and it's a good year if you and I draw closer to him it's a good year if you and I allow our characters to be more formed by him and to find ways to contribute whether it's to the person we share a house with or whether it's on a great big stage it really doesn't matter god has different for each of us so i'd like to pray as we go into 2021 and i'd like us to pray for god's grace and God's strength and God's blessing upon us. Maybe you join me now as we pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you for your goodness and I thank you for my friends and I want to pray that each of them may know your sustaining grace at this point in time. And Lord, for many of us, we would say that 2020 was a difficult year. It felt like we lost things during this year. And we come to you aware of that sense of challenge and difficulty. And we ask that you would shape us. I want to pray that as a whole church, amongst all our different services, that we would grow closer to you during 2021. I want to pray that we may become more Christ-like. And I want to ask Heavenly Father that as a result we may serve you better and have a greater contribution to this city and the people we live around. We pray it all in Jesus' name. We pray it for his glory. Amen.
0: We hope you enjoyed this talk from the Christchurch London podcast. To hear other talks or find out more about our Sunday services, head to ChristChurchLondon.org